and uh, it seems like just two minutes ago we were wrapping season one and now we're in season two, rested, refreshed and ready for this next year. <laughs> yeah, kick-starting and I think there's a lot of, um, you know, kind of anxiety around going back, but also kind of a, a ready to go back to a bit more normality. So a lot of people like myself are going back to um, the whole timetable face-to-face. Wow. I'm staying fully online. Um, but what we're trying is we're trying to build on my um, action research project, which was about the flexibilities of asynchronous study for adult and level three learners. And um, so we're, we're going to have another year of that. And we're hoping that that will be um, as successful as it has been in terms of engagement with the students by giving them that bit of flexibility. Amazing. Amazing. Are you are you missing the classroom? I miss I miss my classroom as in like wandering round. That sounds really daft. Like that's no, all no. I do, wander round. I get but that. I miss I miss the wandering round. I miss sitting on a table, yes. swinging my legs, having a chat. Yeah, like perching, perching on the <laughs> yeah. end. <laughs> um, I don't miss the battle for the photocopier. I don't miss the battle for getting the um, locks opened and the keys opened and all that sort of stuff. I don't miss that. I don't miss tech failing and projectors dying and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, and i tell you what I don't miss. I don't miss disappearing to go to the toilet and coming back three hours later having had two coffees, a lunch, a chat with someone else and then being like, oh, I've wasted my day. Yeah, um, I, do, I, I do miss that. I do miss that a lot. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'd, bits and pieces I miss, bits and pieces I don't miss. Um, but I think I think in that spirit of always learning and always developing, I'm developing my skills so much in like what I'm what I'm trying to replicate and how differently I'm approaching things. You know, my my students don't have to actually connect with me. They can study completely on their own if they want. They've got that choice. So it takes a lot of front end loading, my end. Um, But once it's once it's done and front loaded, then they're they're sorted. So I'm I'm actually really really excited for when I get further on into the year to where I started the action research project last year. And yeah, then, and then I, think- I can be like, oh, this bit's already made and ready. I can go with now. I think um the the thing that I'll miss about online learning is that kind of thinking outside the box. So we yeah. we have like shed loads of creativity, or we're we're, su- we're supposed to. Sometimes you know we're a bit flatlined on days, aren't we? But yeah. we um you know we're always trying to think creatively, and then that online element added like another another layer of creativity. You know, how am I going to yeah. be able to to not only make this accessible? How am I going to make this clear? How am I going to make this understandable? Because you could have you know thirty people's online and you're trying to field 30 questions and that's the the last thing you want to be doing is like you know having all those chats pop up um, you've got to you've got to think of what what are the possible problems yeah, yeah. before i start there's no there's no smoothing up there's not it's not as easy to smooth over as it is in the classroom i suppose yeah i take that in the classroom we can sort of smooth things over a bit better and um, just yeah. on accessibility you know this is like where i always start from um as we go into first lessons and induction please take all the coloured overlays you can get your hands on into that room please take and I, all the tech you can get your hands on into that room Be, try and establish that normal way of working really oh, early doors I, I'm an absolute advocate for that I, I think um, 
in the last few years, you know, um, I would say, you know, come edging into FE, it's, it's been a bit of a, I've joined halfway through a year and I've joined at the start of a year and things always change, don't they? You know, mm. things can change from the first day to the next day to the next week. Everything can go on its head, especially with timetabling. Um, and those first three weeks are, are crucial for buy-in. The first six weeks are crucial for buy-in. But I think that the first couple of lessons that you have with them is really important to establish that normal way of working and how you do that I think is entirely up to you to get that information you know whether you choose to do a questionnaire whether you choose to do um one-to-ones whether you um you know sometimes teachers just let it kind of unfold naturally but if you can establish that that comes back to what we were just ending on on our our last season about relationships you know they 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 want they want to come in the classroom because they know they're going to be safe in having the overlays having a large text Um, yeah I I, I don't think in my 10 years plus of being in FE I've had a year where I've not discovered that a student worked better with an overlay and you know I'm talking like 62 year old students who are like oh I need pink cool yeah um you know or putting a student on with text-to-speech for them for the long problem-solving questions and like oh when it's read out to me I'm fine yeah you know I, I don't think yeah I don't think there's a year where I've not I've not found that that's needed by one of my students so I I invest heavily at the very very beginning on that and I would encourage everyone else because like you say it's about that relationship that that feeling safe and also you know the buy-ins and the wins are that they can access the work that previously they couldn't access but you're actually going to save yourself time longer term aren't you really totally having like you say having that selection of stuff available in the first few weeks is important we were really lucky um our um old line manager who's now moved into a different position um she was all about accessibility and and she bought us all a pack of overlays like a ruler yeah. guide overlay so that if if they didn't have one or the paper wasn't available for whatever reason we'd have them in our bags and we could just pop one out which was fantastic um and also it meant that you know some students who had gone for their kind of access arrangement support meetings were able to try stuff out before they got there and say well in english i've been working with um, yeah. a blue overlay but actually i need a you know a turquoise because that fire, that little bit of colour, you know, that change in colour will, you know, completely distort the reading for some learners, won't it? I, one year, I had four shades of green in my class. And each, each four students only did a green on their papers, on their, if I didn't have the papers, an overlay. And each of them was a different shade of green. And it absolutely fascinated me. Yeah. Um, and it, accessibility and the inclusion teams did a great job for their access arrangements meetings and all that but the feedback that I'm getting back from those teams is well thank goodness you started that conversation it makes it a little bit easier or thank you for giving us the evidence that this is now their normal way of working and that's the bit I think sometimes when it becomes a bit frustrating with getting exam access arrangements through when I've had colleagues who've like they've turned down these access arrangements and they really need x y and z it's generally because it's not their normal way of working. You've not got evidence that it is their normal way of working. So yeah. out of the blocks from the yeah. very beginning, normal way of working, up and running. And then nobody can argue against that, really, can they? Yeah. And on the back of that, um, I know it's not always possible, but I would highly encourage 
um you know getting if you if you're concerned with the way that your learn, learners are working you know go speak to the access arrangement mm-hmm. team or the SEN team or whoever you need to go and speak to to get guidance and support because um you know you spotting that a learner um needing a different color or you know yes. they would need extra time is is crucial because um the the window of opportunity to get that assessment done that they need for their exam Mm-hmm. especially for the November reset is minuscule isn't it you know if you've not put them in for an assessment within the first three weeks and they're going in for the November reset they'll lose out so I would highly encourage if you've got a suspicion reach out speak to the right colleagues um, you know sit down with the learner have those conversations and, and be honest because they they might not even know that they need ex- you know some learners say oh no I've never had extra time I'm fine and then you you can see in the classroom it takes longer for them to process um certain information or you know slower writing speeds that team of professionals we talk about professionals being available in the college go and utilize them they are they are amazing always really really busy kudos to them Mm -hmm. um must annoy mine like hell but (laughs) me too (laughs) but they are they are amazing you know they they've been seeing these things for years things like um you know, they they used to run dyslexia tests and um, dyscalculia tests. They they know what to look out for. So I would absolutely advise anybody to have those meetings in the first three weeks. Get if you if you're concerned or have your suspicions, just go do it. Best thing I've ever yes. done is just get it done at the start of the year. Yeah, on hundred percent, hundred percent. And also in those first few weeks, like we're talking about relationships, make them feel safe, make them feel welcome. Um, I I would throw in play some games, yeah, have some fun. Um, I'm online, so I'll be using my online games um, that I did for my Google Innovate project last year, which is How to Party. Um, and they're just they're just silly games to play on video calls. Like, um, you've got a minute to get into Teams in breakout rooms, and you've got a minute to get um, as many colours of the rainbow between your teams with things that are around your house. Off you go. I love that. That's so cool. And they come back with something, you know, and they go through. But, you, you know, you can put an English slant on it. You can go um, in your things. You've got 10 minutes to go get things to represent letters to make the longest word that you can. So a stapler for S, you know, a hat for H and all that sort of stuff. And try and spell the longest word that you can. Um, and then my, my favourite one to do is um, never-ending story. So you one team starts a story. And then the next team have to stay the next line. And then the next team have to stay the next <laughs> line. And that's, that'll work face to face as well. Um, one of them where I've played with some colleagues has ended up with, um, so you have a little conflab in your team beforehand. And um, this team decided that no matter what they were going to say, and then a kissogram appeared. And then when they threw to the other team, the other team had to then pretend to be, it was a gorilla gram, I think they were. And they were like, singing happy birthday is a gorilla gram. It got very, very silly. These were with colleagues. So, um, yeah, very, very daft. But, yeah, play some games, stuff like that. that. That's always a good place to start, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I've spoken to, to teachers and, um, you know, different approaches. Everyone has their own approach. And we... I think going back this time, we um, we have we need to be a little gentler, don't we? Because these learners still haven't sat an exam. We've yeah. got two years worth of learners who've not sat an exam. Um, yeah. They've spent years on. Some of them could have spent a whole year online. We don't know. Some of them might have not stepped out of the house for a year because of parents, guardians, their own health. 
Yeah. Um, and it, it's really important to allow them to realign and re-enjoy education mm-hmm. when they when they step back into the college because they're going to be anxious. And games or quizzes or, you know, um, just asking them how, they, how they're feeling about learning, having those conversations in those initial weeks. Some teachers will be listening to this or, you know, some of the teachers will be thinking, no, we've got to get in with that behaviour management stuff straight away mm-hmm. and we've got to, you know, crack down on it. You can still do that and, and be fun. You can still do that and yeah. have a laugh. You know, it, it, just because you're playing games doesn't mean you're not learning. It's, it still happens. Yeah, and it, it is about relationships and we say it over and over and over again, but we, that's what we've got to start with. If you're going to crack down on behaviour and set... The, I set high standards in my classroom and my the behaviour of my students... Um, I mean, it's actually written up in, like, Ofsted reports. Of, like, they came to a math lesson and the students were confidently blah, 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 blah. I am probably known as one of the strictest math teachers. Doesn't stop me having the relationships. We establish those routines and we establish that behaviour at the beginning. But it's in a mutual, respectful way that we all hold each other to account. Um, I, I love I, that. And I love that's that it. High standards, yeah there's something about um reading high standards in in a in another way than there as well you know high standards mean that your your learners are also achieving higher you're pushing your learners you're not just mm-hmm. having you know high standards of making sure they all took the chairs in at the end of the lesson <laughs> it's 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 pushing them to go the extra mile it's giving them the confidence the high standards are your you want your learners to achieve beyond the learning objective sometimes or the the highest a ranking learning objective that you're seeing or at least be aiming towards it um you also said um routines as well and and that's another uh key thing and and sometimes people roll their eyes at that um because it's something again that's taught very early on in in teacher training yeah um, establishing routines and rituals but you've got to establish that especially in english and maths you've you know (laughs) you've got to you have got to establish them and you can still be fun and establish a routine and a ritual a hundred percent so i remember my pgce training when i was in secondary school was the the first thing you should always do is sit down and come up with your class rules together and i was scoffed and i was like i'm not going to do that every year and you know what i still do it i still do it i still do that what chat at the beginning and I'm like right what do we think of good rules for this classroom and it's always like respect for each other and things like that but then I can hold them to account if I feel like it's not happening because we co-constructed that together in a conversation piece I didn't dictate mm-hmm. we're going to write the rules I also didn't dictate what the rules were we we had a conversation and I, I remember a level two dancer once coming into my classroom on a Wednesday morning at half past eight and he came in and he slammed the door he threw his bag down and he was all very dramatic puffy puffy I don't know if you could picture a student like that um, he, he was very dramatic and one of the other dancers turned around and said in that rule number one no slamming dog and I was just stood there laughing my head off and they were holding each other to account because it's just the norm and it was just once once that routine's established that routine carries on my yeah. my all-time favorite hair and beauty student I'd be like, um, hang on a minute, we, we've not played our quiz at the end of the lesson. And in their rules, their rules were always, if they did hard work, they'd get to play a quiz for the last 15 minutes of a lesson. That's, and that is, it's a small thing, but it meant yeah. so much to them. 
but it's so important as well I think um what you're saying as well is is getting their expectations of you yeah so you know not just setting your rules or the sorry the class rules together but you want to hear from them you know what are their expectations of you it, and the, and by doing a quiz at the end of the lesson, that's their that's their expectation when they're in that classroom, if they meet their rules, you know. And it's important yeah. to get that because you can also shift perceptions by having that discussion, because you know that they're thinking that they've come from a really some of them have come from really horrible situations at schools where they've been maybe put in a different set or they've mm. they've just not they've just missed off and not achieved and amongst all the other multitude of, of reasons so you know you, you need to have those discussions we're at college you you're expected to be more mature um we do this together you know yes. it's not a it's not a one-sider it's we're, we're doing this together um, yeah that same hair and beauty group also as well came up with a rule that if you were going to have a paddy strop you had to leave the room so if it got too hard and you were going to have a paddy strop you had to leave the room and, and remember two or three times during the year a couple of them let slip and they, they started to have a paddy strop in the room and I just give them a look and I go is that a paddy strop no 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 and they pull it back they're like I just can't do this question <laughs> one time one girl just did go out and she was like I'm going I'm going I'm going to explode and she went out and that's the other thing about coming from school. They've not had that relationship and that respect with their teacher, perhaps. And you yeah. can respect them back and say, look, if it is hard and if it is a challenge, how are we going to cope with that? How are we going to manage that? What is it that you want me to do as your yeah. teacher to help you through that? Totally. Um, and, yeah, there's where Paddy strops out, out the door was what they said. But you could only be out for two minutes. That was also their rule. They, were, they had lots of rules, that group. Level two hair and beauty. They loved <laughs> writing rules. They made beautiful posters of their rules as well in their own time. They really, really loved their rules with that group. <laughs> it's um, it, But the thing is, it's so much harder to uh, implement routines and rituals halfway through the year. And um, I did some, some action research on um, strategies for engagement and motivation. And uh, one two particular people in the um action research they trialed uh with certain air vocational areas because it had come from them and it, it came at like a certain time of the year they wanted them not to have their mobile phones out in english now mm. trying to do that in january when they've just come back mm-hmm. is challenging enough but yeah. to try and implement that halfway through the year my goodness the backlash that those poor poor participants and teachers got from it was was unreal um but it just it just showed how if that would have been at the start of the year how Mm -hmm. much lighter and kind of more casual that that process could have been as opposed to it being strictly enforced and you know dropped like a bombshell there there were other reasons why you know vacation wanted that to happen but um you know it it just goes to show that if, if it becomes something as simple as at the start of the year if you're not using your mobile phone whilst we're, we're learning, it just needs to go in your bag, okay? And it stays in your uh, bag, and your bags go at the bag. Rather than, pass me a mobile phone, it's going in this box, you know, exam-style thing. Oh, uh, I, get, I, get, I get quite irksome about mobile phones. Um, number one, it's the most powerful computer. It might be the most powerful computer that that student owns. Um, mm-hmm. So it can be used for good. It's not, it's not kryptonite to teachers. It's not going to melt your lesson. I hope um, the um, education secretary is listening to this after um, <laughs> it can be it can be used for good but also something really simple that just becomes the norm of a routine and ritual and I do it in every classroom 
that any of any of my colleagues teaching is a laminated sign, right? And on one side is a picture of a mobile phone. And on the other side is a picture of a mobile phone with a no entry, you know, red traffic sign with a line through it over the top. Mm. And it has a piece of blue tack on it. And as you stand teaching, as you begin your lesson, as you stand at the board, however you begin your lesson, you turn it over to the no entry side of the mobile phone. And then when you are ready for them to use their mobile phones in an activity, you turn it over so they can use their mobile phones. It doesn't need speaking about, it doesn't need talking about, no. and it's just something really simple. And we've rolled it out. I've rolled it out across a couple of colleges now. And it's just, it's that routine and that ritual. And they know and they respect, and they even know to go look at the sign. If they arrive late, they'll be like wandering in on their phone and they'll have a quick scan up and they'll be like, oh, I need to put it away. We're not, yeah. we're not using phones today. I have um I have that symbol on the first slide as they walk in, whether it's a starter yeah. activity. So they know that if they, they need to get their phone out, there's a mobile phone in, in the circle, they know we're going to be using a quiz or doing research or whatever. Yeah. And then if they walk in and they see that the cross is through it, along with like the headphone, um, yeah. then they know they've they've got to put it in their bag. And it's it's those small simplicity things that can, you know. And that's not patronising or infantilising no. anyone. That is just a fact of saying, in this environment, this is what's allowed. In this environment, this is what's allowed. Yes. Um, and where it falls into patronising and infantilising for me is when teachers go, I said no phones, or there are no phones allowed. Well, did you tell them when they can use their phone? Yeah. Because if you didn't, you can't tell them when they can't use their phone. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. And even if you, even if you say at the start of a lesson phone's going to be away now but later on we are going to do a quiz yes. you know again that it's that simple line that's that and and finishing it you know as as johnny says or as everyone else says with a thank you and not a please yeah exactly phone's <laughs> away thank you <laughs> so all oh, right are okay you ready for uh, are you ready for your induction what's your what's your best tip for somebody getting planning for induction then before we go uh, best planning for math induction is um I'm going to be really controversial here. Throw the scheme of learning out the window and uh, teach multiplication. Um, I, bet, I bet you'll unlock some key learning by teaching multiplication. I don't think I've taught a year where um, lattice or Chinese or Jelloese method, whatever you call it, multiplication, hasn't just blown everyone's minds and unlocked so much potential for them. Um, so spend that time teaching multiplication. What about you? um other than all the stuff we've spoken about yeah find, find different ways to access reading and writing reading's yeah. everywhere so you know gifts um pictures posters um signs thunks all that kind of stuff reading's everywhere don't just throw a text at them on the first week because even i won't want to do that love it love it love it all right best of luck into the breach we go once again yes looking forward to hearing what more teachers are doing over the course of uh, season two. So thanks for listening, everyone.